Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Neil Parekh. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Neil. Hey, guys. Excited to be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get the show started. What What exactly do you do? Sure. My name is Neil Preck. I am CEO of a company called Made This Franchise. Uh, it is a cleaning service based over in California, which focuses a lot on uh, Airbnb, short-term rentals, things like that. And now we're franchising across the nation. Hey, that's awesome. So tell us more, like, tell us more about that. Like, how does that, like, tell us about what you guys do. Like you said, you like clean, like, give us some more of the details. Yeah. Yeah. Give us some background. So it's, it's, um, I guess you call it kind of a newer age cleaning company. Like everything is very, Digital online booking, um, everything is remote, so everything is done remotely. Um, just a really, really good user experience, right? I think the cleaning industry, and as you guys know, a lot of like old school service industries, this very old school, right? They just they're coming at it a different way. You have to do in person estimates, oh, things yeah. like that. So we're coming at it with a, a much more new age kind of millennial way, and I've been doing this for quite a while. And a lot of our focus, our focus is in residential cleaning, uh, meaning the cleaners will go from their homes to just you know, Brad, your place and say, Hey, you need a monthly cleaning or weekly cleaning or bi-weekly cleaning. They could do it. And the other half of the business is Airbnbs. So as you guys know, Airbnbs and vacation rentals boomed. And with that, they need a cleaner in between guests. It's like a, it's like yeah. a hotel cleaning. Yeah. Uh, so we're actually the first franchise specializing in vacation rental cleaning that exists. It's just such a new market. And we, we, you know, we dove into it and specialized in that and just scaling that part of it. So it's been fun, right? I've been right, been doing it since 2013. Wow. That's awesome. So when you were, uh, when you were younger, did you have planned for your future? What'd you have planned? Yeah. I grew up and I was like, I want to start a cleaning company. That's, that's exactly <laughs> I mean, what I that's exactly. You're like four years old. You're like, how do I clean for a living? That's sick. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how'd you get to where you're at? Yeah. So my, um, my parents had video rental stores. You guys remember like the old blockbusters? Yep. Oh yeah. 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 So I kind of, there's what's called video town. They had a couple of them. So I grew up around small business in general. So I guess in the back of my mind, I kind of knew I'd get into business in some capacity. I had no idea what that would be. Uh, so then after college, I went to work at like a venture capital company in finance. And from there, I just, honestly, I, I wanted to quit and travel. So I was like, I got to start some sort of side hustle. Yeah. Um, and that's where I came across a post on Reddit, saw about this cleaning company, started it, booked the one-way flight to Columbia, and then started building the cleaning company. But yeah, the origins would just be kind of, um, I wanted to side out. So I had small business kind of in my blood, I guess, from growing up around video rental stores. That was basically it. But no, I think I wanted to be like an astronaut growing up, something like that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So how did you get your first, like, tell us about like the first, uh, I guess, uh, the first like year, like, what did you, how did you get it all figured out? Like, when did you determine you're like, I want to do it for Airbnbs as well. Like, how did you figure that part out? Yeah. Like I'm sure it's the same for you, Brad, but when you start your business, you have no idea what you're doing at oh, yeah. all. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I was working in my, uh, uh, corporate job and you had to get a call from someone who's like, Hey, I need a cleaning. So I'd like run outside, take the call, call the cleaner, try to like coordinate in the middle, complete, like no, no clue what I was doing at all. Um, and it was funny because actually I would, um, not sure. I didn't know how to pay cleaners. So the cleaners would show up outside of my work in the car. I go to the ATM, grab cash and like, give it to them. <laughs> and I just still remember like my coworkers, like, what do you do? You just handing people cash out of a car. Like you just a drug dealer. <laughs> um, so the first year was very much a figuring out how business works. This was my yeah. true first business endeavor, like figuring out how to payment system, figuring out how to do digital marketing, figuring out how to make a website. Uh, so there's a lot of just trial and error for the first year, a lot of fumbling. 
And I got kind of lucky. Honestly, it was 2013, 2014 when vacation rentals really started to boom. Yeah. So that's when people started to call and say, hey, do you guys do vacation rental cleaning? And I looked into it and I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a really huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the time, same for you, Red. I'm sure it's, you don't know how to price it. So I was priced at like a quarter of what I'm charging right now, just completely <laughs> making nothing at the time. Uh, but, you know, at least I got started and uh, was able to build more of a niche around that really booming industry at the time. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So how do you structure like if someone like someone has an Airbnb? Because we have a lot of listeners that probably have Airbnbs or oh, yeah. some kind mm-hmm. of short term rentals that's, or long-term rentals, whatever. Um, well, how does it, like, how does it work? Like, how does, uh, how do I, as somebody has an Airbnb, contact you guys and get it scheduled? Like, you know, you said it was super easy, um, like, but how's the process work? Yeah, so we have a software system where we could actually grab your calendar from Airbnb. So you just give us oh, one nice. link. It syncs with your calendar. Anytime there's a guest checkout, it'll automatically schedule cleaning with us. Yep. Automatically assign the primary and backup cleaners for your property. Cleaners go. There's a checklist you could upload. The cleaners will take pictures. It gets sent to you. Your card gets charged afterwards, and it's done. That's basically it. Hey, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that is- I make it sound super easy. There's a lot of nuances involved oh, yeah. with actually executing that, but from the customer <laughs> side, that's how that's how yeah. it sounds. Yep. Yeah. For I like sure. how you have it linked to the calendars as well, though, because you never know when people are going to be staying or leaving. So is it, if that's synced, then you guys automatically have it on the books. Like, okay, they're gone. We can get them. Yep. Exactly. And I, like, part of it is just from a business owner, it really keeps them tied into the service because it's so yeah. easy, right? The people they're transitioning from are typically individual cleaners who like would flake out or not show up to a cleaning. And it's tough managing a blue collar labor force. Um, so when they move to us and there's automated scheduling, like no individual cleaner is going to be offering that. Uh, so it's just such a difference and they're willing to pay premium for that. So luckily I finally raised prices from that first year. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. When you first started out, were you doing residential and then kind of moved over into the Airbnb? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought it was just residential is kind of what I read on this Reddit post of what the guy was doing, which I was yeah. like, I'm going to copy that guy. Uh, <laughs> so it was residential. And it was funny. We grew a lot in vacation rental. It was probably like 70% of the business. And because uh, of COVID and travel ban, it kind of flipped back to residential. So thank God we had that piece of the business still. Uh, so now residential is a larger chunk of what we're doing. And, I, you know, just depending on the season yeah. is how it goes up and down. But that's what we tell our franchisees is we recommend both. Don't just do one because you want to hedge your bets and ensure there's no COVID two travel ban. And all of a sudden <laughs> you don't know what to do. So, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, um, I know I, I had a question for you, um, and I was like going to say it, and then I was like completely blank Me for too. a second. <laughs> 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 but it has to do with your location. So you guys are in Los Angeles right now, right? But you're expanding. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. So it's uh, we're in Los Angeles and San Francisco. We have two okay. franchise locations uh, currently. One's in Denver and one's in Myrtle Beach. Uh, so the concept is it's a remote concept, right? The cleaners go straight from their homes to the job site. So te- technically you could be anywhere as you do it. Uh-huh. Uh, we always like to have people kind of in the local market, you know, the neighborhood's a target, you know, you can meet property managers if you need things like that. But as we expand, we're just going to um, go to a lot of different places around the nation, which are kind of vacation rental hotbeds, but also yep. have residential homes. Uh, but honestly, it, it really is like, I, I could think in my mind, okay, here's some good vacation rental spots. But many times when people reach out, they're like, they tell me about the city. And I'm like, I had no idea this was such a great city, uh, <laughs> right? So I think the people who want to open a franchise, they know if their market's going to be good or not. And they know the type of model they're looking for. Um, 
So yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's franchising is such a different beast. Like it is, it is it is very very different. Yeah. Uh, have you guys considered an expansion model via franchising versus what you're doing right now? We've thought about it. Uh, we just didn't go didn't go that method yet or anything. Mm. Um, but we've definitely thought about it. When when did you decide that you wanted to go the franchise model? Probably in like 2019 is when the whole process started. And there's there's a long oh, yeah. setup process, right? Lawyers involved, consultants involved. It took maybe like a year to get set up. So maybe the yeah. end of 2020 is when we officially launched, which is like, you know, middle pandemic, you launched in a vacation rental cleaning business. But like, <laughs> hey, we got our first franchisee uh, at the end of 2020 and one more this year. So slowly building it up. But yeah, it, it's relatively new, at least on the franchise side. Yeah, that's awesome. So, we're, like you said, uh, like, do you are you like, how are you marketing that? I guess is are you trying to like just go all out and try to find as many people as you can, or like you trying to just kind of go to certain areas? What is you? What's your kind of goal? Yeah, it's it's so hard starting a new business because you don't exactly know the yep. methods of marketing, right? <laughs> I would that that's what I teach though with franchisees, right? If you're going to a local market, you try you know, five quoting engines and you pick the two which work, right? You try 10 marketing methods and you pick the two which work, then you put your money out there. So right now it's very much like your shotgun approach of, let me try everything, measure the ROI and see how things go from there. So I think the best bet actually, I, at first I thought, uh, hey, I'll target specific cities yeah. that I think are going to be good. But I think I've come to a realization that the people who are in their markets are going to know way better than I can. And I think the personality fits more important than the location. Yep. So uh, really just doing a bunch of different tactics of trying to find people who might resonate with the story, who might resonate with uh, opening up a vacation rental cleaning company, right? And then they'll contact us and we can see if they're a good fit. So yeah, man, it's been like a lot of figuring out with a brand new business. It's no longer selling cleaning, you're selling an entire business, right? Yeah. It's different. <laughs> Yeah, sell center business. Sell center franchise. How's it? What, what yeah, sell me this pen, Brad. Yeah, sell <laughs> tell you about this. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, if you could start over ooh. with everything that you've gone through over the last Oof. couple of years, what is one thing that you would do differently? For anybody new starting out, what, what advice could you give that person? I would probably be more aggressive. I okay. think naturally I'm just a little bit more risk averse. Meaning like, you know, I won't spend big money. Um, I won't, I won't do things fast. I'll, I'll kind of measure twice, cut once, which in many ways is good. Uh, but sometimes, especially like if you're younger and you can take those risks, I think you should. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I started the business when I was 24. I had no reason not to just dump all my money there. I mean, I was living in an apartment with four other guys. Like there's we just had like beer money. That's all we needed. So I should have been putting like way more money into the business, just trying a bunch of stuff, growing, scaling. Um, so I'd say, Hey, if you're just getting started in your entrepreneurial journey, regardless of what age you are, I think it, it, it's better to do uh, more aggressive stuff earlier on. Right. Cause worst case you, you fail faster than you can start something else, but oh, yeah. time is so limited. Uh, so you should be more aggressive with what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you help your parents with the, the video uh, rentals? When, like when I was younger, you mean? Yeah. It was funny. My dad like never let me work there until like way later. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Like my, he was just like, you're too lazy. You're not, I don't want you to work at my store. So he never let me work at the store. But I was always <laughs> around there. Uh, he actually only closed it in 2017. Get that. Wow. End of 2017. So the last 32 years. Um, wow. yeah, it's funny when I, you know, I was asking him for the store, like if he was sad, he was closing. And he was like, no, I'd be Blockbuster. Shut it. Done. <laughs> that was like his parting words. That's awesome. Yeah. I believe Blockbuster. We're good. 
That's great. Did, did, they just, did they just have one location? They had a couple locations around uh, kind of where I grew up around this area. So That's awesome. 32 yeah, years. 32 years, yeah. man. I, I remember, uh, I'm sure you guys remember going to like the stores on a Friday night, it's balloons everywhere. It's like the new matrix just comes out and you're just like, everyone is over there. So it's such <laughs> really good memories. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, is there any, uh, do you, uh, well, is there any business books you've read that you could recommend to any entrepreneurs? Uh, whew, where do I start? Yeah. Uh, I guess one of the most common ones I'm sure you guys have already heard is like the one thing, which yep. I think, um, Gary Keller, I believe that's a huge one. Here's one which is not exactly a business book, but I loved it. Um, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. Yep. Have you guys heard of it? Oh, yeah. Yep. That guy's a beast. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I read that book Uh, and that was the first time I heard of him. And I was like, oh, man. And I just started looking and checking out all this stuff. (laughs) You just start running just out of nowhere, doing a bunch of push ups. Yeah. Yeah. Very motivational. It was was a great read. So definitely would recommend that. That's awesome. Well, what else do you got going on? You got any other? Uh, what's your side hustle? You got a, you got a side hustle, side hustle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Multiple side hustles. Now that I do, I do a lot of. Uh, funny enough, I do real estate on the side, right? Oh, nice. I kind of. I uh, so that's. I, I do love doing that. Mostly out of state real estate. I know you guys are involved in that as well. Uh, but besides that, just kind of excited to travel again. Before uh, yeah. this pandemic, I was out of the country for about five years, oh, just wow. bouncing around, and uh, I'm kind of excited to get going again. So really, it's just and. Enjoying what I'm building, working on made this franchise, investing in some real estate and traveling. That's, that's, that's what I do. That's awesome. How can people get a hold of you about your uh, franchise? Sure. If you go to made this franchise, M-A-I-D-T-H-I-S franchise.com or even neoparek.com, um, go there, shoot me a message and I will answer everyone. Perfect. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Oh, well, thanks guys. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are there? Are there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.